doesn't seem to give you meaning, find meaning in God's word. Tune in to KRH Radio. KRH Radio. KRH Radio, great music. Inspiring content. Good evening, dear listener. You are welcome to today's episode of Time Out with Zara on your number one online gospel radio, KRH Radio. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made and we rejoice and we are glad in it. And I would like to add for today another of my favorite Bible verses of all times. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So this is our season of abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. Why? Because we dwell in the secret place. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. Now today on Time Out with Zara, we'll be looking at something I have tagged, knowing who you are. Now if you were with us last week on our first episode in 2019, you will recall that we talked on on what I tagged masterpiece. And there we told ourselves that we are God's masterpiece. We are God's best work. We are God's gems. We are God's best piece of work. Now, on today's episode, we're going to be looking at knowing who I, who, sorry, who you are. So really, the question is, who are you? Who are you? If someone should ask you, um, who are you? Or more popularly, it goes, um, tell us about yourself. What will you say? What will your answer be? And really, have you ever sat down to ask yourself that question? Really, who am I? Now, in answering that question, I'd like us to begin from what we are not. Mm. Now, there's this musician in Dia Ari. I, I, she's a soul musician. And I used to listen to her a lot when I was younger. And that time she sang a song and it resonated with me because then I was dealing with a lot of self-esteem issues. And Indiari made made us to understand in that song. She said, um, I am not my hair, I am not my skin, and I am not your expectations. No. So definitely, who you are not is definitely not the color of your skin. You are definitely not the look on of your eyes. You are not your hair, whether your hair is long or short. You are not your body structure, whether you are fat or thin. Who you are is the man or the woman on the inside. So who are you? I like us to take off from First Peter chapter two, from verse nine to twelve. And that is where the the Bible gives us our CV of who we are. Now, come along with me to 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and I'll be reading down to 12 verse 12 because that's what we'll be considering on today's episode of Time Out with Zara. And the Bible says, but you are not like that. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, that, that version, I'm, uh, this version of the Bible, I'm so in love with it. This is my 2019 Bible version that I'm going to be using all through. The English so resonates with me. And the Bible says in the New Living Translation, but you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, 
God's very own possession. I think along with marking um, you are God's masterpiece, you should also write it down. I am God's masterpiece. I am his own possession. And it goes on. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then, even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. So let that sink in. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are for God's own possession. His, and the New Living Translation puts it this way, God's very own possession. So like I said, we're looking at knowing who you are. And we began with looking at what you are definitely not. You are not your hair. You are not your skin. You are not others' expectations of you. You are who God says you are. So in knowing who you are, the first place we go to is our life's manual. Hallelujah. <laughs> so we're going to be answering it now. Who are you? And since we're looking at the manual for living, what does God say or who does God say you are? And since we said the Bible is our manufacturer's manual, we've looked at 1 Peter 2. And so now I'm going to be picking up the phrases one by one. The first thing God says is that you are chosen. Right? We read that right. You are chosen. Now come along with me to Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Where, where, where God in speaking to Jeremiah says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Some, some verses say that I chose you. I, 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 I chose you as my prophet to the nations. So be, know this, God knows you. You are chosen. You are not an accident, irrespective of the circumstances of your birth. You know, recently in this generation, I, I see a lot of situations whereby we weren't planning this, this pregnancy. It just happened that we, we, just, we just had this child because we can't abort it. It's a sin against God. Now, let me tell you, if you are one of those people whose, whose circumstance this is, know this, you are chosen, irrespective of your birth circumstances. Maybe you were given birth to by a single mom you don't even know your dad know this you are chosen you are god's chosen one he knows you he says in his word he said before i formed you i knew you and know this it is impossible to god to lie via his word his word is truth and if he says you are his chosen one then know this you are his chosen one Jesus speaking to the people, he says, God knows you. He knows you so much so that even the very hairs on your head are numbered. He knows their number. Who can count hair? Try it now. 
let's start oh yeah now even the hair on your skin you can't count that's one you can see not talk of the one you have to you 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 see it more in the mirror and you feel it more with your hands yeah god knows the very numbers of hair on your head jesus speaking he said if the lilies on the field god is aware of them what about you what more you God knows you, you as a person. He knows you. He knows me. He knows Zara. He is so aware of us. Now, this is who you are. You are known by God. You are chosen by God. You are special to him. You are the apple of his eyes. Secondly, God says you are a royal priesthood. Now, if if you are if you are very familiar with scripture, you know that in the book of Revelations, um, chapter one, verse five b to six, God was speaking and He says, "Um, uh, you are He has ordained us kings and priests unto God and our Father." If you are known by God, you are His chosen one. Trust me, He has ordained you a king and a priest unto Himself. And that is why he was speaking in the book of First Peter where we just read. And he says, you are a royal priesthood. You are not just the anyhow one kind person. <laughs> if, there's, if there's any lingua like that, you are not just anyhow one kind person. God knows you and he calls you a royal priesthood. You come from a lineage of kings and priests. How do I know? Isn't Abraham our father? Isn't David our father? We come from that lineage. We are a royal priesthood. We come from the same, that tree from which Jesus was caught. That is the tree where we are carved from. You are a royal priesthood. And the Bible doesn't just stop there. You are a holy nation. How do I know that? God called you, he redeemed you unto himself and he sanctifies you. And that is what makes you a holy nation. You know, when Peter was speaking these words, it's not a prayer. He was declaring the truth. This is who we are. God's chosen people sanctified by God himself. Um, you know, the amazing thing is we are what the word says we are now except you know it the, the devil can just cheat you anyhow you wouldn't know who you are and what you carry i've heard of a story once of a man who went um for a job interview during during the during the military era here in nigeria and one of the questions they were asking them as they walked in, they would say, who, who do you know? Or something like that. Or who, 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 who let you in on this? Because it's like um, applications were submitted for for job or something and only a privileged few were called for the interviewing quotes. And this guy just happened to hear about it and he went in. And so they had to ask him, you came in with this kind of confidence. Who is your father? 
And the guy just got to the wisdom and he replied, he said, um, the commander in chief is my father. Now, in their thinking, they were thinking the commander in chief ah is the head of state. Too. But in his mind, he was saying the commander in chief of the universe is, is his father. And that was how the guy got the joke. Sorry, got the job. Do you get it? Who you are is who God says you are, is what the word says you are. That is who God says you are. Now we'll be going on our first music break and we'll be playing a song from the yearbook by Ulua Joma, a song by Gamal Yell titled You've Done So Much. Whether you like it or not, it is my season for Thanksgiving. It is, it should be our season for Thanksgiving. We should learn to count our blessings, name them one by one out loud and be able to say thank you, Father, for yes, he has done so much. So here it is, Gamaliel singing, you have done so much. We'll be right back after this song. See ya on the other side. the life that I live. You gave me the air that I breathe. By your stripes, I am healed and whole. Through your blood, I am free. My lips will not stop singing of your grace. My lips will not stop singing of your mercy. My lips will not stop singing of your loving kindness to my life. My lips will not stop singing of your loving kindness to my life. Cause you've done so much, you've done so much for me. Jesus, you've done so much, you've done so much for me. You've done so much, you've done so much for me.
Welcome back from that music break. If you are just joining us, this is Time Out with Zara on your number one online gospel radio, KRH Radio. And today we are talking, knowing who you are. We've, we've said a lot already. We are looking at the book of 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Sorry, the song we just listened to on that break was You've Done So Much by Gamaliel. And we've, we've been looking at 1 Peter 2, verse 9 to 12. And we are talking knowing who you are. We've said the Bible has told us it is not a prayer. It is a statement that you are chosen. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. And that means that we should be conscious about living a holy life we should be conscious about our sanctification every day making sure to do away with 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 carnality and everything worldly making sure that we do away with them because the bible calls us a a holy nation now the where where i love and i said we should mark it because last week we looked at the fact that we are god's masterpiece now the new living translation says to us that we are god's own possession did you get that so in addition to being god's masterpiece from last week we are seeing that we are his very own possession so take heed of this we are god's possession we are we are for him we are his own we are god's property let me put it that way we belong to him you know this song i'm so glad i belong to jesus i think after today you should sing it with meaning because you are god's possession you are not just his best work you are his possession you are his property that should be like that should be like that should like be profound knowledge for those of us that are children of the most high god you've given your life to jesus just know that he possesses you are his own possession no wonder jesus could say that 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 satan comes and and he finds nothing in 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 me none of his property is with me i am not his own we are god's own possession let that sink in now why are we saying this because we ought to know let this knowledge be in us that we 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 are god's own we are who he says we are we are not how the world defines us and like i said in the first part i said you are not your hair you're not your skin you're not what others say you are you are what the word defines you to be and you are who god says you are 
Now, the next question is, why should we know this? Why is it important for us to know this? It's simple. Um, verse 9b, after Peter has given you your CV, saying you are chosen, you are a royal priesthood, you are a holy nation, and you are God's very own possession. The reason why you should know this is this. He says, as a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light now that you know the reason why you know who you are is that you may so that you may show forth god's goodness to others so that you can bring them out of darkness into god's marvelous light you are chosen a royal priesthood a holy nation you know yesterday i was reading in the book of isaiah and i came across this verse you know um we we love to quote that portion of isaiah that says the people the, the people in distant lands have seen a great light the gentiles have seen a great light but do you know before that god was telling the israelites he was giving them his cv and their cv and he was saying a lot and then he, he concluded with it is this light that you are that the gentile nations will see that great light and he was also telling them of future events jesus is coming the gentile nations will see the great light that is what we ought to be a great light that is why you ought to know who you are so that the the people outside can see your light and come to the knowledge of your father this is why we should know in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 21, uh, I'll take it from verse 20. The wild animals in the fields will thank me, the jackals and the owls too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in the dry wasteland, so my chosen people can be refreshed. Let this sink in. God has a chosen people. Now what I'm going to is verse 21. I have made Israel for myself. Now if you are born again, know that you are a part of Israel. He said, I have made Israel for myself and they will someday honor me before the whole world. This is why you should know. This is why you should know who you are. So that you will make known the reality of this, the realities of this God to the whole world. This is why you are chosen. This is why you are a royal priesthood. This is why you are a holy nation. And this is why you are God's own possession. So that you can show others the goodness of God. We'll be going on our second music break. It is a song by Lauren Panam, Heart Cry. It is also a part of the yearbook. It is produced by Oluwa Drama. Listen and we'll be right back. Yeah. Nigeria, arise! 
music break that was Lorraine Panam singing heart cry and if you are just joining us this is time out with Zara on your number one online gospel radio KRH radio and today we have been talking knowing who you are we've said a lot already we said but most importantly you should know if you're just joining us that what you are is that you are not the color of your hair you're not the color of your skin you're not the length of your hair too 
you are not the size of your body and you are not others expectations of you you are what the word says you are and you are who God says you are now what do you do with this knowledge after you have known who you are let's go to verses 11 of second peter chapter 2 verses 11 and 2 he says dear friends i warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls so be be be, be conscious about your sanctification doing away with carnality the bible says to abstain from fleshly desires that war against you so you should be conscious about your sanctification you should be conscious about being like our father holy hallelujah now verse 11 says be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors now that is what you should do with the knowledge of who you are be careful be careful how you live your life be conscious about your sanctification doing away with carnality and worldly worldly um living we should be conscious of that he says then even if they accuse you of doing wrong they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to god when he judges the world now This is why we should know who we are, that we may proclaim God, that we may proclaim Jesus via our lifestyle, via our words. This is why you ought to know who you are. The Bible says last week we looked at at Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. It says, you are God's masterpiece created for the good works he he proposed before, before he even made you. This is our whole duty. You know, Jesus was speaking and he was asked, what is the greatest commandment? And he said, love, love God and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love yourself enough to know who who you are and knowing who you are begins from the scriptures. Now, if you are not born again, honestly, you cannot really know who you are. Because who you are is defined in the word, the Bible, God's manual for living. How do I become born again quickly? If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and invite him to come and be the Lord of your life, he will come and take over. There's a song by Harry Soul, take over. Let him come and take over so that you stop running the affairs of your life. The Bible teaches us that the clay cannot tell the potter what to do. It is the potter that determines what the clay is. And trust me, you are clay. God is the potter. He made you. He knows you. The Bible says you need me together in my mother's womb. He knows your innermost being. He knows who you are. It is only him that can anchor, can be your life's anchor. And it is only him that can give your life direction. So what you ought to do is go back to him. Stop being the Lord of your own life. You cannot even run your life adequately. Let Jesus come in. So if you are not born again, 
Do invite Jesus into your life. He says in his word in Revelation, say, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice and answers, I will come in and dine with him and he with me. Jesus only longs to be a part of your life. He desires to fellowship with you so that your life can be on the right track. So invite him in. If you have been born again before, but along the line, maybe you fell and you've not been able to come back up again. This is Jesus telling you, I'm ready and willing to take you as you are. He says, take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy, my body is light. Let go of all those things. Let go of the sins that easily beset. Let Jesus be Lord of your life again. So that when you know who you are, you can lead others to this great light. We have come to the end of today's episode on Time Out with Zara. It has been a wonderful time of knowing who we really are, who God says we are. I'll be rounding off for today. But not before I say a big thank you to my producer and my editor. Oluwa Drama, as always, God bless you. I love you. Neri Tsar to recap for you remain the best. Mwah! <laughs> to my dear listeners, God bless you abundantly. Thank you for your time and for your data. The Lord bless you abundantly. May this week be all you pray to be and so much more. May you have answers to your prayers and may you have a closer walk with Jesus. I'll be signing out right away, but I'll be leaving you with a song, a, a very wonderful song. We, we, A lot of us know that song. It's a song by Tim Godfrey featuring Travis Green and it is Nara. So here it is. Go into the week being full of thanksgiving and the Lord will be our guide. May he cause his face to shine upon all of us. May his counsel alone stand concerning our lives. May the Lord strengthen us on our inner man. So I leave you with Nara. Bye.